Hi all, welcome back to another podcast. Today we're doing Man United and I've got Avia with me. How are you doing, Avia? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, been great. Um, it's starting today, isn't it? So yeah. we're, playing, we're playing tonight. You've got a game against Leeds this weekend. How do you expect that to start? Well, looking at the results from last season, the 6-1 was quite shocking, let's be honest. And then a 0-0. So... I'm not too sure, but I think the new signings of Varane and Sancho, if Varane actually gets announced by then, I think if they start, I think it's going to be another white posh, really. Yeah, let's let's start with the new signings then. So Sancho, he signed on a five-year contract, 75 million. And um, yeah. are you glad you waited a year to get him? Because obviously you showed interest in him last season. Yeah, I'd say definitely. I think the, the price is much cheaper now and it's definitely good value for money. And I think people are already sleeping on the fact of how good he was in the Bundesliga. So I think it's a really good signing from us because we needed to strengthen, strengthen in that department. So yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, obviously he had great stats in the Bundesliga. He looks like a quick, technically gifted wide player. But he's also got a knife for goal and yeah, he can create so well, which is what differentiates himself from most other wingers. Um, his output may drop slightly because instead of Haaland, he's got Cavani, Greenwood, Rashford, but they're all clinical finishers too. So hopefully it won't drop too much. Yeah, yeah. The only thing is, um, with a signing like that from the Bundesliga, obviously we saw Werner and Havertz last year not settle in as well. How quickly do you think he's going to fit in? I think it's a bit different in the fact that he has played English football. So it's not quite Premier League standard, but I wouldn't say far off, but it's he's used to the English game. He's been brought up on it. He's been playing in cages of South London. You know, it's not exactly like he's completely foreign to the country and has, needs time to settle in. He's only been away, what, for a few years, matured, become a better player, let's be honest. And, yeah, he's just basically coming back home. So I think, yeah, he'll definitely perform better than Werner and Havertz did in their first season, even though I think Havertz will be a top player. Yeah, Havertz has shown glimpses of it. I think what works in Sancho's favour is the fact he's, as you said, English spoken to and he would have mm. been around a lot of Definitely. the players in the Euro squad this summer. So yeah. Best we're... friends of Rashford as well, that's going to help. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a nice link up between them, I'm sure. And yeah. it'll ease some of the burden off Bruno, I think, with creativity, just because sometimes you can be over-reliant. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a good thing that you're over-reliant on Bruno, but hopefully... But you know what, be... I... I genuinely think that's down to the system we played. I think, what, because we set up with a defensive two of, well, you know, McFred. It's not exactly the most creative. And if we sign a CDM and we play a 4-3-3, I think having Bruno and Pogba, if Pogba signs new contracts and that's all sorted, having those two in the creative midfield positions, oh, my God. That's just dream stuff right there with Sancho, Rashford, Greenwood, Cavani. Oh. Yeah. And um, I've seen, I've been watching a little bit of Man United pre-season. I saw that Van der Beek's bulked up quite a bit. Do you think he has yeah, a role to play this season? Oh, I'm not too sure. I, I rate him as a player, especially when he was at Ajax, definitely. I think we all do. The only person I think who doesn't is probably Ole. 
because yeah. he's just not been playing him. And when he has played, what he's got one goal, he's got one assist in all the games he's played. It's not like he's not being creating anything. Mm-hmm. And we have seen his class. I remember against Brighton, one of his assists to matter, a little flick around the back. He's got quality. And now he's bulked up. I hope he does start because maybe that is our CDM issue sorted out and we don't have to spend any money, but who knows? Yeah. Um, and as you mentioned, you play with a McFred double pivot at the moment. Oh, but don't, yeah. I think it's just because Ollie can't trust one of them to just sit there. Um, I don't think, have the quality. No. no. I think it's the, the style as well. I think um, if you targeted a number six in the mould of like a Ruben Neves or a Sal Niguez, you know, someone who yeah. can, he's really good at ball retention. I think Fred is pretty good at pressing, but he's not very good when he's being pressed himself. No, and he often makes, makes passes that are a bit too risky for Ollie's liking. So he needs another def- uh, midfielder there like McTominay to sweep up. But if you could put both roles into one and get a number six, that will allow you to play Bruno and Pogba or Van der Beek together, I think. Exactly. Yeah, that's that. I think that's what all fans will cry out for now. You've got a centre-back, a top centre-back, let's not forget, top right-winger who's got a lot of potential in years to come, one more CDM, and there's not really anywhere else we need to strengthen, so just one more signing would be lovely. Yeah, let's talk about your new centre-back then, Rafael Varane, 41 million, five-year contract. I've seen a lot of comparisons between him and Ben White because... That's not even a comparison, mate. He was cheaper, but... If you look at the state of the deal, you know, Real Madrid are in an awful financial yeah, period and White's got another seven, eight years on him, English tax, you know, all, all this stuff put together. I understand why White costs more, but I'm sure a lot of the United fans would argue Varane's a much better proven defender. I think we, I think we can all understand why White has costed so much. Think you'd have to be stupid to not understand that because of the English tax you say is also a big deal um, but com- comparing the defenders or the two players in terms of ability right now that is not a fair comparison because you've got a 28 year old season pro who's won four Champions League uh, a Euros and a World Cup starting in all the teams Compared to someone who's up and coming, that's not a fair comparison, in my opinion. I don't know. What do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, um, it, I don't think they should really be compared because yeah, exactly. Rand had a year left on his contract. Ben White had five. There was no reason for him to leave. And obviously, the pool that we have as a club is way less than the pool you guys have because you have Champions League football, mm. you know, an up-and-coming team. You've obviously got better players, so... I can see the reasoning behind both transfers, and I just don't think they should be compared. If, in all honesty, who knows why it might overperform or outperform Varane this season? And that's a big claim. You'll get you'll get reactionary people on Twitter saying, "Oh, White's better than Varane," but I just don't think that's going to happen, no matter what, though, isn't it? Yeah, I just don't think they should be compared, though. In all honesty, maybe that's a cop out, but no, I'm completely with you. I think you can only compare them after they've played let's say, a season in the Prem to, for the teams that they're just playing for. I think comparing them right now, different leagues, different lengths of contracts, it's just not a fair comparison. Really. Yeah. And um, I think United have been lacking for a while in the centre-back department in terms of depth. Yeah. What more depth could you want by 
replacing you know Lindelof with a top star you know it's it that adds squad, squad depth in itself because it promotes Varane obviously and then demotes Lindelof who's you know as we've seen a decent centre-back and yeah I, I think I'm more upset for um it was a Axel to Anzabi. Yeah. Like, I remember that game. I don't know if you watched it last season against PSG, where he just, he did pocket Neymar and Mbappe. So we've seen that he's got the quality. He's just not really given, being given a chance. And with Varane coming in, like, let's not forget, Varane's only 28. It's not like he's going in two years. Well, he might leave. With, I don't know what will happen, but he's not retiring in two years. But I don't know. I think that's kind of the end of to Anzabi by... Phil, Phil Jones is gone, let's be honest. Yeah, they're all gone. I think um, Bai is just too injury prone. You know, you can't really rely on him. Yeah. He, I've seen quotes, you know, him getting frustrated at the lack of playing time, but he can't have any rhythm just because you can't see him playing three games in a row. I remember he had a great game against Villa last season yeah. and he made a couple of great blocks and stuff, but you just can't rely on him from a week-to-week basis. And you mentioned Twan Zabi as well. I think he's gone out on loan to Villa. Yeah. And I'm not sure he's going to see minutes ahead of Mings and Concert. I guess if there's an injury or if they even switch to a back three, which I've seen rumoured because now they've got Watkins and Ings up top in a two-man. Mm. So that could be I a mean, possibility. He could start for Villa in the fact that he has played for them before in the championship. So they do know what he's about. Mm. But yeah. yeah, ahead of Concert and Mings, it's a tough one, isn't it? It'll be tough to see, yeah. Um, and then you've also got, I've seen in pre-season that Oli's talked about dabbling with Wan-Bissaka at centre-back at times, just because he's oh not sure God. on his attacking output. What are your thoughts on Aaron? He, he's, I think, a very disrespected right-back. I think he's underrated in right-back position. But as a centre-back, I just don't see it working. Because the one thing... Yeah, everyone can say he doesn't have attacking output, but I'm pretty sure he got, not a lot, not, but he got a few assists last season, maybe even a few goals. Um, it's his positioning. Every time the ball comes in from Luke Shaw's side and it gets whipped into the box, he's always in the wrong position. And that's how we can see a lot of our goals. So then having him as a centre-back where your positioning is crucial, I don't see it working. And also, who would we play as right back? Diogo Dallo, who was barely played in the Prem. Yeah, I saw, I, I saw links to um, Trippier, and if if he yeah, booked, then it could, you know. Uh, but I thought that Wambasaka was actually improving his crossing ability. I feel like it has been yeah, worked on the training ground. And yeah, I get what you mean when you say he's disrespected. Obviously, he didn't make the Euro squad because we just have too many right backs in that. In that position, but I mean, before the Euros, I've said Gareth has got it wrong, but we got to the final, so yeah, I can I can't really say that anymore. Um, yeah, no, I, I he's definitely a right back, maybe right wing back. I can't see him being a centre back though. Yeah, fair enough. And uh, another area where I think you guys conceded a bit too many goals last season was set pieces. So I've seen you've brought yeah. in a new set piece coach, under twenty three Chelsea coach um, Eric Ramsey. Oh, he's, know that. he's been tasked with uh, overhauling the set pieces, so <laughs> we should be expecting Slabed to get his head on the on a few more corners. And did you see his um, goal against Everton pre-season? I did see that. Yeah, uh, who was it? Top header. I think Luke Shaw. Yeah, yeah. 
that was a great header, and it was Pickford in goal. It wasn't like they're playing um, Olsen or anything. That was a, it was a good goal. Yeah, sign of things yeah. to come, hopefully. Hopefully. And um, there's a big, big debate in the goalkeeper position. So it's between Hendo and De Gea, obviously. Who do you prefer? Yeah. Oh, that's a very tough question. See, De Gea has been with us for, what, 10 plus years now. Mm-hmm. And he's pretty much saved us countless number of times. So in terms of that, I'd have to say De Gea, but he's he's making more and more mistakes per season now. And if... You, despite making signings, we all know you need a top keeper to be challenging for the title. You've got Edison at City, Mendy at Chelsea, Allison at Liverpool, if you consider them title challengers. Not sure I do, but <laughs> yeah, no, I hate Liverpool. But um, I think I would have to go with De Gea because I still don't know if Henderson is up to it because that he conceded a really bad got bad goal against Liverpool last year. He just didn't come out of the goal. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Salah goal. Salah goal, yeah. <laughs> it just left the whole goal open. I'm just like, yeah. against top teams, if you do that, you're just going to get battered. Yeah. Um, I think De Gea is actually going to start the season because Henderson's got some sort of fatigue leading on from yeah. COVID. But um, now whenever I see De Gea and go, I'm just going to think of that Europa League final. You know, there was... Oh, don't even. I still remember hearing that um, your analysts gave him a piece of paper before the penalty shootout and said where they think every player is going to dive. And there were, I think, two where he went against their moves. And if he'd stayed where they said they would, they said he would have saved it, which is, you know... But we know that he's not a penalty saver. That he never has been. But I don't blame him for the penalty shootout, like... I think when a pen, um, goalkeeper concedes a penalty, no one really blames the keeper. Mm. Like they're a hero when they save a penalty, like Pickford when he saved Jorginho's penalty. Yeah. It's, if it goes in, it goes in. His actual penalty, like kick. Oh my god! <laughs> you could tell when the camera pans that he was so nervous. Yeah. He did not know what to do, and you know, we all know what happened. Yeah. Um, to continue on with the debate, I looked into stats and stat percentile rankings for Henderson and De Gea. And from what I read, Henderson's more aggressive in coming to get the ball from crosses. But in terms of ball distribution, shot stopping and positioning errors, they're both in similar areas. And um, I think getting the chance to give an, an experienced keeper like De Gea strong competition while still betting in a younger goalie in this position is actually quite a luxury for United. You don't see that with many other teams. And yeah, I'm intrigued to see who will get more minutes this season. No, I think United are very good for that. Um, we brought in Tellers to give competition for sure. Mm. And arguably, arguably, he's, well, without a doubt, best left back in the Prem last season. We could even be debating Europe if you want mm. to go that far. We all saw how good he was. And no doubt Tellers played a part in that. I was thinking about bringing Trippier in to give Wan-Bissaka competition. I can't imagine that's going to make anything worse because, let's be honest, Tri- Trippier is getting quite old now. He wants to come back to England. He's from around the Manchester. He was, what, raised up near Manchester. So, yeah, I think we're quite good with doing that. Greenwood, Cavani, yeah. Yeah. Who who would you say your favourite player at United is? 
Oh my god! What of all time? What in this squad? In this squad, current squad. That is a tough question. Personally, for me, I, I think Greenwood's probably my favourite to watch. He's just electric and he's got a one of a kind finish. You know, you you have all these yeah. youngsters and there's something just just so top class about Greenwood's finish, right and left foot. You know, he's just can be devastating. Yeah, we've already seen that um, some of the senior players or even ex players have said. Um, he is one of the best finishers already in the league. Like maybe he doesn't get as many goals as Kane because Kane's ridiculous. But yeah, no, his finishing ability is—I I can't even think of a word to describe it. Um, but in terms of favorite player, it would have to be Luke Shaw or Mason Greenwood. Fair enough. Yeah, they or Marcus are. Rashford. I can't choose. They're all fan favourites. Obviously, Rashford's missing the first few week, few months, even few months, I suppose. Yeah, but um, just just thought I'd mention the cultural impact that man has had. You know, it's commendable at such a young age. Yeah, and I think it's it was un- disgusting to see what happened after the Euros, after everything he's done. Yeah, Rashford, I mean, Sancho, yeah. and Saka, right? So I'll I'll, I'll play. Yeah. And yeah, it was yeah, an Arsenal player as well. Yeah, that was that that was disgusting to see, really. Yeah. Um, I'm also seeing Cavani has had a bit of an extended break after Copper America and mm. he hasn't returned fully to training yet. So who do you think is going to line up in the front three? Do you think Martial will come back in or Ahmad Diallo? Do you think he gets a run out? Because I'm really excited about him, actually. Um, I honestly don't think Cavani needs much training. He's played for so many years. He, it's not like he's going to work on his movement. He's probably got one of the best movement in the Prem. Uh, I would like to see the starting three to be Sancho on the right, Martial on the left, and up front, if Cavani doesn't start, Greenwood. Because Greenwood at number nine, I think, will just get so many goals with playing with um, Martial and Sancho. On, Di- and on Diallo, though, when I've seen him play, he's like showing glimpses of being a top player, but he's still quite small. Like he's, he doesn't physically compete yeah. at the top level, and that's the same with um, Palestri. Like they've all been, they're all going to be great players, whether at United, not at United, whatever happens. But right now, they're not strong enough or physically capable, in my opinion. Yeah, I like he, yeah, that's what I think. And um, yeah, if if Armadillo bulked up one preseason, we could see him have like a an astonishing six. I'm just really impressed yeah. with the way he carries the ball. He's just got so much. Potential. His dribbling technique is insane. Yeah, it's, yeah. Just send him to buy and bulk up a little bit. Bring him back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now for set pieces, I've got a question. Who do you think is going to be on them? Because now you've got Shaw, Sancho, Bruno. Who, who's going to take reins, do you think? Or will it be shared out? Yeah, I think it will be shared out depending on what the set piece is and where it is sort of thing. I think if it's... Corners will probably be Luke Shaw. Direct free kicks. Well, did you see Bruno's one against Everton? Yeah. yeah I don't think anyone's taken that off him. A bit further out, Rashford probably, to get that knuckleball, even though he's only scored one of them. But if he, if he pulls it off, yeah, that's mad. And then... Those ones on the side, the free kicks on the side, that's I Luke Shaw. So you don't think Sancho's going to be on any of the set pieces? Maybe he'll take every now and then if 
you know, Bruno's rested for a game, but yeah, I think probably... Bruno's got the arrogance to just take it off him. Of <laughs> and uh, after the Euros, I can't see him taking penalties off Bruno anyway. So no, I don't think that's going to be happening. Yeah. Okay. Um, so where do you think United are going to finish this season? Oh, okay. If we don't sign a CDM, I'm going to say top three, but not winning it. So second or third. Um, if we do sign a CDM, but when I say sign a CDM, I mean a top CDM. Like, mean Ruben. Like, a, like a holder or a number six, like Neves or? Because they, I think they're different uh, roles, you know, like you have like a holding midfielder, like a Matic, who's just more of an enforcer. No, no, I get you, yeah. Or someone who's good, what, are you saying someone who's a bit more attacking? Someone who's um, better on the ball at keeping okay. the ball, progressing it. Mm-hmm. That's, see, the ideal would be Kante, because he can just do both, yeah. I think we can all agree he would be the ideal, but obviously we can't get him. So... I'd I'd rather have someone a bit more defensive because I think that's what Ole wants and that's the only way he would play Pogba and Bruno in an um, attacking way. And to be fair, you need a good defence structure to go on and challenge for a title. Mm. So I'm not too worried about getting someone who's going to progress the ball because once Bruno and Pogba get the ball, they'll just be distributing, won't they? Yeah. So yeah, a defensive one would be ideal. Fair enough. Um, In my opinion, yeah. I'm probably expecting United to concede a few goals towards the start of the season just because I think when, well, at least when Varane first starts to come in, I can yeah. see they're trying to play a higher line because you can afford to do that with Varane's pace. Yeah, he's a fast player, yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So you might end up conceding a few more goals, but you'll definitely end up scoring more, I think. That. I think the Leeds game will be the, the, the telling one, won't it? Because they're a very attacking team. Hopefully, around plays in that. Yeah. Yeah, but he, I, Fabrizio Romano just tweeted that he signed the contract. We're waiting for an announcement. So, I don't really know what that means for Saturday. Well, tomorrow. So, Varane so still hasn't been announced yet properly. Let me just double check. Um, no, because um, Romano tweeted either yesterday or today saying the contract's been signed and everything. They're just waiting for official announcement. Yeah, more. Oh, than wait, he, oh. no, 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 he's not been announced. No. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think everyone knows it's going to be done. It's just a matter of when, if not. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so now let's talk about who you think is going to win Player of the Year across the whole Premier League. Who have you said? I I have a sneak. I think City are going to win the league personally. So I'm going to go for Grealish. I just think. You think Grealish? I think I think it's it's written in the stars, isn't it? You know, he might plays and start though. Like he, I think he can he can play in that number eight role when De Bruyne's being rested, and he can play in the front three. So yeah. I can easily see him getting thirty games this season in the Premier League, and if he gets fifteen and fifteen, and they win the league, then you know, I think. Yeah, no, I get you, but I think. Well, Harry Kane apparently is still in the works of Man City, isn't he? Yeah, if he if he goes to City, then I think he is. Oh, it's they win the league. <laughs> Could you imagine like what Mares, Bernardo Silva, Grealish, Foden, De Bruyne, Kane, just all in a team? We don't. No one else has a chance. But anyway, that's not the point. I think if Kane goes to City, he wins Player of the Year, no doubt. Maybe 
I would even go as far as to say he could win Ballon d'Or because that team will will it will be PSG City in the Champions League final, and if they win, he will be the top scorer in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and I also think he should have won it last year, most goals and assists. I don't think Diaz should have won it. That's the thing. Um, it tends to go to the team that won the best player from that team. That's why I've gone yeah. for Grealish. So if you think, you know, Chelsea are going to win the league, then you could back a Lukaku or a Kante or even... If Lukaku uh, wins the league with Chelsea, I'm going to cry. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. That's not even a thing in my head. Oh, yeah. To me, it will, it will be Kane. It will be Kane. It's going to be interesting to see Lukaku return to Old Trafford. I don't think there's any... Oh. You know, bad, bad blood there because oh, we all we all really liked him. To be fair. Yeah, just didn't fit the dynamic system that I guess Oli nah. was going, and he needed the money to upgrade in areas like Bruno and you know. No, selling selling Lukaku was definitely a good thing to do. I don't think anyone will sit there and tell you we shouldn't have sold him. We probably do miss him because he did. He was a good player. Everyone liked him. Um, yeah, but we wouldn't have got Bruno. Varane, all the because he brought in a lot of money, Lukaku yeah. did. So, and also he's not a very fluid player. Well, he wasn't then, and now yeah. going to Inter Milan, he's probably become more with what Mart- Martinez, who's linked to Arsenal, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, no, he's become a lot better. So we'll see what happens. But what does that mean for Buena, though? I don't know. Yeah, that's another thing. Um, they could arguably play two up top, or Werner might be pushed out to the wing, but. Tuchel loves to um, mix up his team and rotate a bit like Pep. So yeah, he does. He does. How you have Pep Roulette, I call it the Tuchel Tombola, and you don't know what. <laughs> right. to yeah. Oh god! No, he's a really underrated manager. Well, he's rated now, but yeah, he was. If he wins the Premier League, and yeah, I can't. And the Club World Cup, I think he's probably the best manager to ever manage at Chelsea. You know, to win the Premier League, Champions League, and Club World Cup. That's like. The Holy Trinity. Whoa, that's a big claim. You've had some big managers at Chelsea. Yeah. No, Mourinho. But to, to beat a Pep team, if they, let's say they bring in Kane, they've signed Kane and Grealish, you know, that is... Yeah, very true. But I don't see, something is telling me, I don't see City going, um, like, I don't see them losing a game undefeated. I mean, I, I do see them losing a game is what I mean. Right. Like there was something still about them that was telling me that they they're not going to win every game. Sure. They're not going. I don't know what it is. It's the same with PSG. I don't see them winning every game. Hmm. Yeah, I I agree with you in that respect. Yeah, it'll be uh, interesting to see just because they might play. I think last season um, City were forced to play a more pragmatic style because they were playing every three days. So they grind that one and two nils. Mm. But this season, if they're playing more with more expression, you know, they might go all out and lose the odd game. You know, they haven't beaten two cool Chelsea yet. They Chelsea have beaten them three times. Under three times, yeah. So. And really, to be fair, that, that Champions League final, it was it was like Chelsea were dominating City. In my, that's yeah. what I thought. I think Pep just overthought it. You know, he didn't play a DM. He didn't play. A oh, that was the stupidest decision. Yeah, <laughs> not playing a DM in a Champions League final. Oh my god, just leaving a pocket of space, which is exactly what Mason Mount exploited to yeah. find that ball. Yeah, um, that was so you know, stupid. 
do you think there'll be any breakout players or any hidden gems that you've got your eye on that you think are going to have a great season? Eve Antony or Brentford, Ivan Tony. Yeah. Um, Brentford, yeah. He's a top player. Brentford yeah. have always produced um, good strikers for World Championship level. And mm. well, if they produced Ollie Watkins, I don't know if they produced him, but you know, he played there. And he was yeah. decent for Villa last year. And Tony's been even better for Brentford. Yeah, he'll be good. Um, when you say breakout players, do you mean just new players of the Prem? Or... Yeah, just um, any, you know, oh, I think he, he hasn't really seen much game time, but this season could be as oh, okay. uh, Off the top of my head, I can't really. Um, who, who would you say? I'd say Smith Rowe, but obviously I'm a bit biased. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, technically, he's already had his um, break breakthrough yeah. season, hasn't he? That's true, yeah. But, you I could know, see, you know, Sancho. To be fair, thought about Harvey Elliott too. Just if he gets in that Liverpool team, I think mm. it's a, it's a big if. But you never know with injuries and stuff. That's that's I guess what you've got to rely on with these breakout players. You know who I'm excited to see? Todd Campbell. Todd Campbell. Because I'm all, I'm always hearing good player, good player, but he's always been Championship level. I don't really remember him. Yeah, I'm Prem sort of way. I'm not a huge fan, in all honesty. Um, really? I don't know too much about him, so I can't speak about him. When, when uh, Villa have trying to, been, trying to replace Jack Grealish, they obviously got Ings, Brendia and Bailey. Great transfer. Yeah, great transfers. They've also been linked to Cantwell. And Norwich mm-hmm. have basically just said, unless you're going to offer us 40, 50 million, then... You oh, know. But so I think that's, that's a very, very steep... I, I I would probably value him at about 15, 20 million. But I mean, you could say English tax, English tax. So yeah, but yeah, it's a, it's a lot of money. That's the and, same as what we're we're paying for Varane. So yeah. paying that for Todd Cantwell, I'm not too sure about that. Um, um, no, but I do expect Norwich to go down. Yeah, me too. They just it's just what they do. They come up, they go down. You get these yo-yo teams, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Um, do you have a team to watch then? Obviously, you mentioned Brentford, so you can talk about them if you want, or if you've got any other teams, you know, you think, oh, they're going to have a great season. Well, Brentford would be my number one. Mm. Because to play in the Championship and then score that many goals that they did, that's quite that's really good from them. Yeah. Uh, I'd say Leeds, even though I hate to say I think Leeds are a good team. They've got a great manager. Mm-hmm. Um. Everton are going to have a stinker, in my opinion. Fair enough, yeah. I think Villa, yeah. yeah no, I think right. Villa, Brentford and Leeds, yeah. Yeah, nice. All right, well, I think that concludes our discussion. It's been great chatting. Yeah, um, it's been great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no worries. I'm sure I'll get you on soon. Yeah, that'd be lovely. All right, cheers. Cheers.